Hey everyone, this is Steven for memeandmeaning.com. And in this episode, we will be discussing art, what it is, why it's important, and what it ultimately means for your life and in the context of your own life. And hopefully by the end of this, we both understand, both you and I, um, how important it really is to approach life and what we do within it in an artful manner. So the first place to start with this is probably just with what is art. I think people typically think, you know, when they hear the term art, um, or I'm an artist, or someone's an artist, you know, oh, you paint, or you draw, or you sculpt, or something like that. And if we think about it a bit more, well, oh, okay, I mean, I guess that, you know, you could be a musician, or you could be a dancer. And so the term expands a little bit. But I mean, people typically, they have that exemplar example of the visual arts for some reason. I think it's just the common connotation that we pick up uh, as we grow. But so we expand it out to music and to dance and things like that because we say, oh, that's also a creative process that's sort of, you know, you're pulling something out of the void <laughs> and you're organizing it in such a manner to where um, it's dazzling. It's hopefully moving and it has some sort of statement, whether explicit or um, transcendent to express to you. And so we can kind of wonder, okay, well, how far can this definition of art expand to? Could it, like, is a strong leader in a very difficult time, is that an art? Is a um, extremely experienced and masterful business person, is that an art? Is making new connections in the field of biology um, or medicine, is that an example of art? I would certainly say so. I would say that uh, art is something, it's almost more of an attitude than it is a uh, discrete and finite set of categorical activities. It's a way of approaching what you do in a manner to where it's like, okay, I'm going to own this and I'm going to, not, not in like an egotistical way, but like in a strong, um, almost masculine way. And so I'm going to own this and I'm going to take this on and this is my stage. This is what I'm going to express myself through and ex like express my strengths through. And one, well, why this whole topic sort of came to mind to do this episode in the first place was I recently finished um, Lynchpin by Seth Godin, which is <laughs> an absolutely fantastic book. Um, and if you know anything about it, just from peripheral awareness on the outskirts of society. Uh, it's, it's typically seen as like a business book or as like a, a book basically for employees to figure out how they can make themselves indispensable in the workplace or in the market. And that it is exactly that. But it also takes a broader look at, you know, the issues you face along the way and the things you should do um, and the attitude, the attitude you should approach everything with. And what he really focuses on is that what you're doing 
Your linchpin is an art. And he says things like, well, you can either have perfect or you can have art or you can um, be selfish and sort of sell out your art or you can just give yourself to it and give it as gifts and in a very generous manner to all the people you can even think of. Um, and that's the sort of thing that, that's the extra step, that's the extra mile that takes you in terms of where you're trying to go. Um, now, obviously the question with that is, well, <laughs> uh, there's this big sort of discrepancy. Well, if you're saying art is so valuable, then why is it so hard for so many quote unquote artists to actually make a living doing it or to um, support themselves? And that's a good question. Um, I think it comes down to a couple things. I probably won't even remember to speak on all of them, but the main thing is that art is typically a thing that's on the cutting edge. It's really miraculous art usually isn't seen for what it is until after the fact. And so like with hindsight, obviously everything's 2020 in hindsight, um, people then appreciate it like, oh, that was a monumental shift in the way so-and-so was uh, approached. Like if a new sort of musical genre or something, that's not gonna be, uh, it's not gonna be really popular or it's not gonna really take hold for most people or for any substantial number of people until after the fact. Um, usually, you know, there's, there's exceptions to all these rules, of course, but, and it's the same for visual arts or um, even these things like leadership skills and things like that. I mean, on some level, you know it when you see it and it's just like, well, fuck, <laughs> that's miraculous. Like what you're doing, you're owning it and you're embodying it and you're just exuding joy and confidence and love within it. Maybe not all the time, but overall, like the, uh, there's sort of a different motivation behind it. One that is greater than yourself, of course, but also again, transcendent, like, and so when, you know, something's not appreciated till after the fact, this is also the case with like social movements and stuff like social progress movements. Um, it's not going to be seen as valuable at the time. And of course that's unfortunate because those pioneers and those leaders within those fields or those various domains, they don't, uh, you know, maybe they didn't get to live a comfortable life or like a satisfactory life. And they could have even expressed their art more if they had the means or things like that. And, you know, that is, Unfortunate, and that's the case for a lot of uh, a lot of examples. But on the other hand, there's also something so sincere and uh, quote unquote pure. <laughs> Although I'm not sure about the term, but about the whole process of just giving yourself over to something. And maybe I'm kind of getting a little romantic and and airy fairy over here, but. Um, Specifically, what comes to mind for me is like music. It's like, it's something I would do regardless of any outcome. And it's just, 
especially recently, it's just become so much more important again in my life. I, like, I haven't played as much music since I was, what, like 14, <laughs> 13, maybe. Um, but, fuck, I think I might have digressed and didn't finish what is art. Um, so the whole point, and now, you know, then we we'll, can move on to other things, but what is art is like, Art is that which, like I said, is not perfect, but sincere. Is that which reveal, which reveals what the human mind can do when it pushes through doubt and resistance and fear and the overriding bullshit of social stigma and things like that. Art is that which generates a greater connection between people on a very deep um, existential and loving level. It's something that shows them, or that has the potential, and it's not like it has it inherently within it, we'll get more into the subjectivity of art, but art is something that has the potential to reveal to you, provided you bring the right mindset to it, to sort of a transcendent ideal and reality um, that you could get a hold of, or that you could sort of uh, merge into. And that's, that's basically what inspiration is, in a sense. And there's varying degrees of that, and maybe you're aware of the various degrees of that, and maybe you're not. Because uh, it's one thing just to see someone, I don't know, play guitar and sing on a stage or some shit, and then it's another thing to like, be moved to a really, uh, a really deep level of humility and uh, adoration for that. But... Art is so many things in this respect, but it, they all the, the common thread is like it is a creative process. It is a process that is approached with great love, and now I'm just abusing the term, but sincerity. It's a really key term right there: is sincerity. Um, and so with that, I know I'm kind of bouncing around, trying to get better at this shit, but. Now we, now that we know what it is on a rough sort of abstract level, then we can think about what isn't art. Well, a, uh, one example that comes to mind for me is like a monotonous job that you go to. Like for example, let's take a teacher, an elementary school teacher. Now there are many, 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 many elementary school teachers out there who are great at what they do and they come to school not just reciting the rule book of what a teacher should do, but they actively engage and they actively inspire and like pull everything they possibly can out of these children. So because it's such a crucial time, like this shit starts early, man. <laughs> really starts early, like a child's um, ability to see potential and not just shut off when something challenges them. That starts really early. And a teacher that does that, that is an artist. That's an extremely valuable art. <laughs> That's the incalculable, incalculable uh, measure of art. But on the other hand, for what isn't art, there's like there's plenty of teachers who just go to their job and it's just a job, and you know they've just got bored with it, or just other things are happening in their life where it's like, fuck, I wish I didn't have to deal with these kids, or I just am not passionate about this anymore. And that's really unfortunate because, you know, <laughs> no one really goes into that career for the money. Uh, it's not there. But 
nonetheless, you'll still find teachers who are just really, um, they're just always grinding their gears and they're, they kind of, they're not snobby, but, um, they're just not passionate about it. They don't bring a certain ambition and drive and, uh, care to it. And that, that, that is not art, obviously. That's just like, and I almost can't even express why. It's just more like, we all know that is definitely not an art because anything that we would identify as art, you typically say like, oh, that person is in their zone of genius. <laughs> like, or that person is exuding something from a different place foreign to what most people can actually relate to. So let's take another example. How about a, uh, a grocery store clerk? Now, now the initial probably reaction is like, okay, obviously that's not art. And in most cases it isn't. But again, if we go back to like, maybe something Seth Godin would say is it's about the approach. It's about the attitude. It's about the intention behind it and the sort of improvisation that can come about through it that's another thing is art is not like following a rule book is not art it's like everyone can sorry i'm digressing to another point but it's important everyone can read a cookbook usually <laughs> and most people can actually follow it to the point where they do the recipe right and it's fine okay but that isn't art what's a chef a chef is an artist who just and they come up with a new recipe or they come up with a new um, sort of flavor or taste or texture or anything like that. And that's the creative process. That's a novel thing that sort of came through that person. And so if we take the grocery store clerk, you know, you could just go there, you just punch in your hours, you just bag, and then you, like you say, hey, how are you doing? Nothing else gets said. Have a good day. And, you know, you do that for days and days on end and you go home and you fucking hate your life. <laughs> uh, but, and maybe that's a little harsh, but the other option is that you could actually approach it with a, uh, with a different appeal and say, okay, I'm, you know, obviously I don't want to do this for the rest of my life, but I'm doing this. And all I know is that I want a happier life and I want to feel more fulfilled if that means I have to show up to work and I have to approach it a bit differently, I'll gladly do that. Um, and so you go into work and you actively engage with people and you try to make their day a bit better. You try to provide a little more value to them in that uh, sort of emotional way. And that actually touches on another point, which is that art is something which is, for the most part, emotionally laborious. So like... It's not easy, especially most of the time during the process. It's not easy. Like when you see someone's uh, art on display, whether it be a painting or a live show or um, a keynote speech or things like that, like it all seems easy. Like because they, you know, they've put in the time to master it and get it down and like have it ready for you. But the process of getting to there, it's like fuck. It's hard, and there's so much doubt. There's so much resistance, and it's. It's not, uh, you know, if you're an artist, you know what I mean. <laughs> but, you know, you could approach this clerk job of greeting people and making sure they got everything they needed and just trying to 
brighten their day because, you know, just like you, most people probably didn't have the day that they wanted, <laughs> um, unfortunately. And they just haven't made the choice or the or have had the opportunity to make that happen. But by, like, you can't tell someone, you can't, like, write a rule book for how to appropriately and emotionally engage with a customer. Uh, that's something you have to develop on your own and have a certain attitude towards. Uh, you can't fake it. And we all know if you're faking it. And it's like, fuck off <laughs> if you're faking it. That's sort of the, the default reaction for people. It's some you have you know you have to develop those those social skills yourself, um, and you have to do it not from a place of like what can I get out of you, but a place of like how can I give to you, and how can we both win out of the situation, how can we both be happier out of the situation? And again, it can be as simple as that clerk job, or it can be a platinum uh, a platinum record musician like. It just it can just range so far in such a broad, um, such a broad class of you know phenomena. And so we know what art is. We know what it isn't, roughly and abstractly, because I'm just trying my best here. But um, now we can sort of talk about what is the purpose of art. And I'm trying to decide whether you know it's. Yeah, yeah. What is the purpose of art? And I think we sort of already touched on it a bit. Uh, but art is to get something... No. In some ways, art is a way to glorify certain aspects of reality that you can also subjectively co-mingle with to then understand beauty. And again, to understand that transcendent element of, uh, of the human experience. And beauty is re the really uh, key word here. Because something that's elegant, whether it be simple or complex, and something that, uh, that can you that can unite with your own mind and your own state of consciousness to then transform your attitude and your, um, your internal state into something that uh, understands a certain depth and level of mastery and dedication and beauty. And from like a more, uh, from a higher sort of level, it's not really, it's, although higher isn't always the best way to think about it, but from a sort of higher place in terms of uh, human awareness and gratitude, like everything is so tremendously beautiful. Just the fact of existence itself is so beautiful. <laughs> um, if you can't relate to what I'm saying there, it's not like I relate to it all the time. Um, it's only in certain periods, whether it be after tremendous hardship or after something like a, uh, a very internally challenging situation or something like a psychedelic or after intense, uh, 
periods of meditation, things like that, like you can, um, you could really appreciate the, the absolute wonder of, uh, of everything and the fact that we're here at all or that there is anything, <laughs> um, to begin with. And so on that, on that, in that sense, everything is like so absolutely beautiful on an equal plane. And this is now starting to get into the subjective element, but from where most of us are at most of the time, including myself, including just about everyone, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like my toilet is <laughs> as beautiful as, um, your spouse or something like that. Like <laughs> that's, that's not something, you know, that's just going to fly in terms of understanding. But art sort of, it becomes a more obvious example, like something within us sort of understands like, oh, that's a creative process and time went into that. And there is a, there's something being said with that, again, either either explicitly or um, sort of to be drawn from you. And when we find something that we like, because again, people just appreciate different things, like you may like metal music, I like uh, classical music, well, I like some metal music and a lot of music, but <laughs> um, perhaps that was a bad example. But, you know, different paintings, people like uh, modern art versus classical art or things like that. It, it allows you to see something beyond, beyond yourself and beyond um, all the hardships and struggle inherent to each of our lives. Art allows you to find whatever truth already lies within you that you need at that time. And it allows it to express itself. It's like, this is a, this is a key point I wanted to touch on. Um, I'll lay out an example. For example, um, when I'm making music, such as over the past few days I've been writing a song, um, and I've been figuring out the lyrics and things like that. When I typically write lyrics, it's not like I have a, uh, a straight intention. Usually I improvise something and I mumble words while I'm doing it. Um, and some things stick and some like sort of sounds, um, I like the way they flow. And so I'll form the words around that. But usually the topic of a song, it changes through different parts of it. And it's like, there's no, it's not always a coherent message. And obviously I'll know what specific things sort of mean, but even then, at, you know, I can pull so many meanings out of a statement that I, uh, or out of a verse I write or things like that, where it's like, I just sort of actually even gain a greater appreciation. It's like, oh, this can be whatever it needs to be for someone, you know, and they, as long as they, you know, when you, when someone thinks about what, what a piece of art means. What matters is that they, they sort of understand what they need to hear. And I think that's one of, that's maybe the most beautiful thing about this whole process and about the whole creative um, act of sharing and things like that. It's like when I put out a song, it's not my, like, I'm not trying to get you to understand what I'm saying or what I mean by something, if I mean anything at all, specifically. Like, it's more gratifying for me personally as an artist for, like, you 
to, you know, provided you like the song, you, you consider like what it means and then whatever comes up for you, likely it's going to be totally different than maybe whatever vague intentions I had with the words. But that thing is going to be meaningful to you. It's going to be practical to you. It's going to say something about what you need to do or how you need to approach life differently at that period of time in your life. And, uh, fuck, that's a tremendous thing. That's, a, that's such a, uh, it's a beautiful thing because it, 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 it sort of mixes this aspect of art being subjective, which it totally is subjective, obviously. Um, it's like, who gave you the big, uh, <laughs> the big pen to write on the stones and in the stars for what is more beautiful? Um, and people typically, you know, that'll degrade modern art and say, oh, this is just horseshit and, you know, putting a dead bird or like, um, or your period blood on a canvas is not like, uh, the 16th chapel or things like that. It's like, of course it's not like that. But it's different, and the purpose is different. It's like someone's trying to make a statement versus someone's trying to um, sort of just express a beauty that's coming through them. And so, and so in that sense, they have different purposes. But even then, it's like, it's just so subjective. Um, and getting back to what I was saying with like how everything is actually e equally as beautiful. Um, and that, <laughs> that statement just may sound like, Total rubbish to you, and that's that's fine. Um, but I can uh, I can tell you that it you know provide let's just take for example or take for granted everything is absolutely beautiful as everything else. Well, then the fact that you point out certain things as beautiful and other things is not that is a subjective process of distinguishing just based on your mind and. But that also allows you to get what you need out of the moment. Now, of course, that also shuts you off from certain things. And that's, of course, is the importance of just bringing an open mind to things. And that's harder for some people than others. But all of this is also essentially why we need art. <laughs> um, that's, that's sort of the, that question and purpose thing are essentially one and the same. And then the subjectivity again ties in with that. We already kind of talked about what sort of that whole thing was related to why someone should, like, should someone care about the meaning or intention of art? Um, like, okay, so should someone, like, what did he mean by this painting? Or, like, what was he trying to express specifically? And it's like, maybe it's, it's, it's valuable on some level to know, um, if you can. But even then, like, the artist is another, like, bystander of the, of the art piece itself. Like, sure, it came through him or her, but fuck, he's watching it unfold, too. It's like, he's going to have his own meaning to it. It's like, it's not any more real than your meaning to it. And that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> um, you know, because we can all get what we need out of the beauty we see. Uh, in various pieces of art. And so, I know that was highly abstract. <laughs> um, but I also got some questions here um, for you to sort of reflect upon. And they, these will also be on the site. And you can download the whole page and print it out or just 
journal about it or just look at it and think about it, whatever you want, right? So um, the first one is what kind of art really moves you like no other? And the purpose of all this is, sorry, I should have expressed, is for you to get in touch with bringing more art into your life and sort of approaching the things in your life um, in a more genuine way, reflective of art. So what kind of art really moves you like no other? For me, uh, <laughs> music, it's totally music. Uh, every way, shape or form, it's totally music. And I think that's pretty common, especially for young people like myself. Uh, <laughs> he, there's this one thing um, I heard, when he, I forget who, when he was talking. And he said, uh, it's like even, you know, punk, nihilistic punk rockers, they'll hate, um, you know, they'll hate everything in their life and they'll hate everything about uh, the world, but they'll find so much goddamn music, I mean, uh, so much goddamn meaning in their music and that they can't hardly stand it. Um, and I think that's just a good, uh, sort of a good way to put what I'm trying to get at. So what kind of art really moves you like no other and why do you think that is? That could be a really hard question. It doesn't have to necessarily be rooted in like your own personal history. But can you maybe pull out the characteristics of why it speaks to you so much? Or maybe can you just sit with that and sort of appreciate if you know if you can't come up with an answer for that? Um, can you just appreciate sort of the uh, the mystery inherent to that? Now, the next question is: What is your art? What do you do that, or what do you do that is or has the potential to be remarkable and honest and moving? Those are other key sort of traits and uh, values that go along with this whole concept of art. And by now, I'm kind of wondering how many times I've said the word art. <laughs> it's uh, it's getting a little redundant, but that's okay. So, what what do you do that has the potential to be remarkable, honest, and moving? Now, in my experience, or from for my own specific case example, um, music, again, but then also this, uh, it has a long way to go, of course, but um, something like this from people who do it well, obviously we can, you know, you're listening to a podcast, so you probably listen to other podcasts, <laughs> and the people that do it really well, it is totally an art. Um, and there's a lot of value that comes to this because you form an intimate relationship with someone privately, um, in most cases, through their ears. <laughs> um, and so the uniting theme for that with me is voice. And there's sort of been this issue common within my own life, for example, where, you know, there's so many things I've wanted to say in the context of a social discussion or to other people but just because of doubt and fear, you just stay quiet. Or maybe you have a lot of good ideas and you just don't voice them. So that's, so obviously through singing and through this, it's like, that's a really important, uh, it's a really important mode to express myself through these mediums. 
And obviously when you start out in anything like this, you start out any art, <laughs> um, or anything that can be considered art, you're just not gonna be where you ideally wanna be. Of course you wouldn't. It's like, it's a skill you develop. Um, and so that's the key point of like, what do you do that has the potential to be these things of remarkable and honest and moving? Now the next question is, in what ways could your art be improved? What are the main skills that are needed to be developed um, in order to take your art to the next level? And then of course, what are five tangible actions that you can take uh, to improve these skills? And that last one's important because it's very easy to get vague and stay, again, very highly abstract with how you can improve but to actually write down the actions that are most important, um, really kind of puts things in perspective and lays out a plan, at least roughly for you to follow. And so how, in what ways can your art be improved? And so that takes, what that takes is actually doing it and then somehow finding a way to look back upon it or to get some other person's perspective on it. And so looking back on it, that really is another person's perspective on it. That's your future self looking upon it with more experience and hopefully more wisdom and <laughs> hopefully less, uh, less in and over their head. But you get those, you get that different perspective and then you, you take note of it, you work on improving that and you keep producing, <laughs> you keep sharing and giving to people and just putting it out there. And it's like, there's no other way. There's no other path to go down if there is any chance at all of you actually um, spending a substantial part of your life doing this, whatever it is. Now, obviously, that means to make it um, somehow financially feasible in some, in some sense, whether that means you just support it with whatever you do make money with or that you actually make it your career. So that's sort of the question of how, you know, how can it be improved? Now, the last one here, it has some sub-questions, uh, sub -sub but which aspects of your psychology hold you back from creating better, more beautiful, and sincere art? You know, whatever that means to you, whatever better art means to you. And then which of these psychological problems for you is the biggest block in terms of the creative process? And then again, five, what are five tangible actions you can take to address these blocks? And then which one are you going to do first and when? Um, all these are very important now. Sorry, I know I'm talking about a lot about myself, but I can only really give my own experience, right? <laughs> um, for me, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of doubt. It's a lot of fear of like how other people are going to perceive it and then how they will, how like they will, uh, view me as a person and I have a lot of insecurity around like um, my strengths or my weaknesses or in terms of like how people perceive me intellectually or physically um, you know we all have these insecurities it's like everyone's not doing what they want to be doing because of insecurity <laughs> And because of fear and because of the doubt and because of the resistance. And so you have to sort of 
narrow down like okay what one what one like neurotic tendency of mine if i got rid of it which one would uh provide the most room for art and the most room for just like pure flow and expression of whatever needs to come through and i think for just for many artists that's going to be like the uh the social approval aspect is like, well, if I put this piece of art out and people don't like it, well, what then? It's like, <laughs> well, then you make more. <laughs> that, that's the right answer. Now, of course, you're not going to want to do that. The feelings don't go along with that. But uh, hopefully, as, it was, as I've tried to establish elsewhere, like the feelings, uh, you can't rely on those. <laughs> you have to create those. Like You have to do something and then the feelings will follow. Um, and then they will reward you over time in terms of fulfillment and a deeper connection to all this. But this last one is so fucking important. <laughs> I can't even, uh, I can't even tell you how important it is. It's just what aspect of your psychology is holding you back. And you know what, whether this be your business, cause again, your business or your, um, your job, whatever you do, these are art forms. If you're a software designer, um, you know, that is an art that takes skill, that it's a creative process. It's like you're solving problems. All these things come together. Um, or if you're a landscaper, it's like, how can I make this person's yard 110% more beautiful? Um, and there's a certain, there's a certain self-esteem that comes about through that. And it's, again, that comes about because you did the action, you put all yourself into it. And it's like, I made this. It's like, take it or leave it, but I made it and I tried to make it as beautiful as I possibly could. And I tried to be as honest as I possibly could with it. And that's all you can do. And that's all you need to do to actually, uh, to get the respect from yourself, which is what matters most. And that's what really matters most is to get the respect and the, uh, the honor both from and toward yourself. So again, these, these questions are, um, they'll be on the website for this post. Uh, probably just going to name this one, what is art, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, but it'll be on the website so you can go back and use these and download the worksheet, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Um, hopefully you found this useful. Subscribe if you did. Um, may start releasing these as YouTube videos for the audio. Um, not sure yet. But whatever happens, uh, you'll be the first to hear. You'll be the only one to hear. So, um, so with that, have a good day, everyone. I will uh, I'll play a song that I recorded. It's just a cover of a Boney Bear tune, Flume, off this first record. Um, geez, what is it? 11 years ago now? <laughs> That's, uh, of course, I didn't. Uh, I was what? nine back then wish i knew of his music back then but uh i'll play it um and then yeah just make it a good day make it a uh, find some way that you can be more honest with yourself because that's the solution and the opposite is the problem peace
Ooh. 